0: Welcome to who made this mess, raising children and reparenting ourselves. Here we discuss the joys and challenges of parenting while trying to develop our own self-awareness and self-compassion. Raising children can be messy and so hard, but we believe that as we learn to embrace our own messiness and imperfection, we can learn to show up for our kids and raise a gentler generation.
1: Hi, welcome back. I'm Angie. And I'm and We're here for part two of Caring for Postpartum Families. Um, Go back and listen to part one. If you have not, we were sharing a little bit of our own postpartum stories and just some of the surprises that we didn't expect coming. Um, So go ahead and listen to those. But we do want to come back and make sure that we give you some of those specific ideas that were helpful to us. Maybe some things as you're preparing to bring a newborn home into your family. Um, and then also we want to give um, actual support tips for someone who might want to support a family that's bringing in a new child.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so like we did some reflecting on our own, but we also reached out to some other people to be like, Hey, like what have you experienced that was really supportive and helpful. And so, um, we really appreciate getting some insights from other people as well. I think, you know, it's a really tough time. It's a really trying time. It's, um, a beautiful time and Mm -hmm. an amazing time. Right. Um, and it's an important time to have that support and people around you. Um, it depends. I think there are ways to support families at different like levels of friendship, right? Like, So mm-hmm. sometimes it's someone that you're really close to and you want to be there and support them. And sometimes it might just be like a member of your community, a neighbor, someone you work with, someone you go to church with, and you want mm-hmm. to support them, but it might not look like that, like, you know, mm-hmm. call me anytime yeah. kind of thing, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it might look a little bit different. So I think it depends on... Your level of closeness with with the family on the kinds of support you might be able to provide. Mm-hmm. Um, and respecting their boundaries. Like right. always we want to be respecting them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and if you are the person giving support, um, you know, not to be offended if if you're not a just pop in anytime friend yeah. and you're a schedule schedule a time to come visit friend that's, that's okay <laughs>
0: yeah i think it, like it is it's different for every person and like mm-hmm. what that family needs in that time isn't necessarily a reflection on how much they value you right. or appreciate you <laughs> yeah yeah um, well physical support so when we talk about that like the physical support aspect mm-hmm. of things i think that was like a big thing that people talk about a lot and meals were probably the mm-hmm. the most uh, right. most valuable thing for me as well as like what we hear from other people mm-hmm. like a that good a way to support. That was a lot of the feedback. Yeah, yeah the, definitely.
1: Um, sending meals, bringing them over, dropping them off that, you know, drop off, don't intend to stay and do a big visit. Um, you know, maybe maybe if if they're comfortable with that or want that, but um, go with the expectation that you're dropping it off, you yeah. know. And then um, things like, uh Meal train is something that is really great. Um, you can use this website that you can schedule in like what day you're going to bring Food, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. I
0: don't know if that was around. It when It wasn't you had your kids. when. Okay, it, and if it was, it was so new that I I didn't know about yeah. it. Um, it's more the old fashioned like someone might kind of coordinate it, or they might just reach out yeah. to you directly. But for us, someone from our church set it up for oh, us. That's
1: so nice. So that
0: was awesome, right? And they like asked, so well, what are your preferences? Do you have any dietary oh, constraints?" Right? Because like <laughs> there are certain things that I don't eat because of my migraines, right? And you know, eventually I was dairy-free and so like you you would need to know that if somebody had to you know have dietary restraints but nice that they thought of those things i think
1: that meal train was when i first heard about it it was it was introduced for um a family who had lost a family member and so it was for it was for that kind of thing like tragedy type things Mm -hmm. and so the fact that it is like being utilized for families like
0: this, yeah. I think is great. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it can be helpful to have that organization so that you're not wasting food or getting too overwhelmed with <laughs> mm-hmm. food. Because I know... Thankfully, we my daughter was born in January and we had, we called it the cold porch because we had a porch that wasn't insulated, but was closed in. We were keeping food on that, like our veggie trays and our (laughs) drinks, right? Because we thankfully had had a lot of people come Mm -hmm. and support us. But I like the idea of like having it organized and spaced out so that it's not all in like the first two weeks of having a baby, but we Mm -hmm. spread that out maybe six weeks or something. It was like a nice long time that we were able to spread that that out and I didn't have to think about dinners um or you know leftovers were there. I think it'd be really helpful too to make Meals that are easy to freeze mm-hmm. um, or just like freezer meals. If yeah. someone has the space in their freezer for that, because that they can take it out at any time. So yeah. if there is a night where, you know, oh, the meal train didn't have anybody, mm-hmm. but, you know, I don't have the energy to cook. I don't have the energy to make something. It's not that hard for that to happen. Um, so something like lasagna or or soup can mm-hmm. be a really good meal for that postpartum period. Right.
1: Yeah, and then if if not, if you're not a cook, send a gift card. Yes. Restaurant gift cards are great. They you know, especially now, like after COVID, I feel like the restaurants really stepped up their to uh-huh. go their to go stuff and um then there's even like Grubhub or DoorDash yeah. you can get gift cards and it's just it's just so so helpful. It yeah. just eases is everything
0: locally um, you know we're in the Pittsburgh area and there is a company called Pittsburgh fresh mm-hmm. and um, a group of friends got together to give us a gift card for Pittsburgh fresh and so like they were able to give us like a couple of hundred dollars like maybe like five hundred dollars I think which is huge mm-hmm. um, but we were able to use that after the meal train was over like you know we could order meals almost for a whole week it would last oh, us wow. right and so that was like really really helpful they delivered it to our house Mm -hmm. and I had healthy options that I could you know give myself and my husband and um my daughter wasn't old enough to eat at that point uh, yeah but it was so important for
1: you both to be (laughs) fulfilled
0: yeah (laughs) yeah. and like that made a big difference food that I could just throw in the microwave and and it was ready to go so I think food being that like that first go-to of Mm -hmm. something you can do to support a family Mm -hmm. that's in need um care packages yeah. are another thing. Um, and so I think like we kind of talked about two different kinds of care packages. Um, I talked in in the last episode about the care package that uh, my friend had made me that had like a variety of things in it. Mm-hmm. Um, some like one handed snacks being big or like breakfast items. Mm-hmm. Cause that was something that I always was like, Oh, I don't know what to do for breakfast, but I need something. So is it mm-hmm. like having some protein drinks in there that you can, They just have, you know, nutrients really quickly or granola bars, those kinds of things.
1: And I love that there's, there's, um, you know, emphasis put on like a pack, a care package for like the parents, for the mother. And then you even mentioned, think about the dads too. They need support as well. Um, And even if it's not sending something, reach out, you know, if you're a fellow dad, reach out. See how they're doing, see yeah. what they need, what, what could be helpful. And, you know, it's it, it could just be, well, I don't, I don't have time to pack my lunch, you know. So, yeah.
0: you know, offer lunch, you know. Yeah. <laughs> offer to stop by, yeah. like, if they're back to work already. Yeah. Like, maybe offer to stop by and drop off some lunch for them yeah. at, at their job. Or I remember... Um, one friend stopping by with like a breakfast sandwich and coffee with my husband just Mm -hmm. to like chat with him for a little bit. Like, Hey, can I stop by with this for you? Yeah, Right. Like I, that stood out to me of like something that, that was really needed because he needed another dad to just kind of acknowledge him in those moments.
1: And just like, I think, I think with the right motive and the right heart, we reach out. I know I've done it. I've reached out and say, let me know if you need anything. And I think, Sometimes take, just taking some initiative of like just doing something yes. because uh, the receiver might be like, no, no, I don't want a burden or yeah. I don't know what to ask for. You know, I need all I need so much. But how what do I ask for? Yeah. You know, just just sometimes just doing it, you yes. know,
0: is good. Um are you able to accept a delivery this evening? Right? <laughs> yeah. <So> like, yeah <laughs> like,
1: hey, I'm doing this uh, delivery. I, I I'm gonna send something to you as well. Yeah. 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 yeah I definitely think. I think it just takes the thinking out of it, and
0: then you can just
1: say thank you. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> we feel guilty, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Accepting things, accepting help, accepting yeah. meals, mm-hmm. um, saying that there's a need, and we don't really need to feel guilty, but we do. And so I think that can be really helpful.
1: And it doesn't have to be, I think that you can, you can touch on like, what's, what's going to lift them up emotionally in that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I think as a mom accepting help, I could have probably been hesitant to, to say like, can you get me a Starbucks right now? You know, because that's not, oh, it's not a need for the baby or, oh, all that caffeine thats bad for nursing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. And just, but if that, if like, you know, a small Starbucks could have like really just lifted me for the day, but yes. do I reach out and say that? No, I would probably be like, no, you know, just send some orange juice. You yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. But I think those are the great moments where someone's like, hey, I'm already going to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Can I drop this off on my yeah. way home for you? Yeah. Right? Like, I'm already doing this, even if maybe you're doing it with the intention of helping somebody. It's like, I'm already going to do this. (laughs) You're not changing, like you're not inconveniencing me. Help them say yes. Help them say yes. Yeah, because those things really, they mean a lot and they stick with you. And like, Mm -hmm. I just remember times, you know, we're gonna talk about like ways that you can help with certain tasks, but Mm -hmm. friends were like, hey, we're going to the grocery store. Do you guys need milk or bread or diapers, right? Mm -hmm. We can pick some up. Like that was always really helpful for us. Or even like the- I, I wasn't thinking about this when you we were talking earlier but like the families who are like hey we're getting rid of this baby stuff hey yeah. like my daughter just sized up in diapers mm-hmm. can I give the rest of these to you yeah. like those kinds of things were really helpful too like these are the things that worked for me can I send this to you mm-hmm. um, I think those things like are, are really nice just to kind of know like what worked for you if you've experienced this before and passing those things on yeah. um, care packages for the mother with like um, this was shared from somebody in the group and I think this is a great idea Um, like postpartum bleeding care like a bathroom kit right like where you have your peri bottle and you have your like someone made her pad sickles with you know (laughs) like ice packs for you know the postpartum period and there's so many things that like before you give birth you don't really know or talk Mm -hmm. about right and so like I think she said her kit had like um, like the peri bottle, witch hazel, wipes, pads, like those mm-hmm. kinds of things that you need to have like in a caddy right beside the toilet, yeah. <laughs> right in the bathroom so that you can do those things that, you know, we don't like to talk about, mm-hmm. but are very much needed on a like, you know, every hour, every two hour kind of basis, you need yeah. those kinds of things. So having that support there, I think can be really helpful.
1: Yeah. And, and even just maybe a little bit further down the line, just, just things to like make you feel yourself again you know send like a little bath and body works gift a dry shampoo yeah, you know something yes, that, that you know is like
0: they're going to need it like <laughs> yes cuz you know we're not showering all the time right <laughs> like yeah, yeah just yeah.
1: just just stuff like i don't know just to to make you feel i don't know just just nice again. Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> and I think something I'm hearing with that too. I, I felt really yeah. gross for a long time. And like to know <laughs> that other other people have been there and know that you need to take shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Like they know you yeah. need to use that dry shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> right? They know that you might need that all over body wipe because yeah. you're not going to take a shower yeah. today. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so like, you know, those little things that might kind of just normalize that mm-hmm. for you know, someone in the postpartum period I think can be really helpful. And then there are ways to like offer like help right mm-hmm. and we kind of talked about like doing instead of asking or like mm-hmm. you know kind of saying that you're going to do it and making sure that you have their permission but yeah I know who you're dealing with yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah like don't go up to like every single person you meet and be like I am going to take your trash out now <laughs> right like might be weird um oh, if- I think someone mentioned like
1: Bringing the mail from the mailbox yes. and setting it at the porch door for them, so that they didn't have to worry about like going a, down a long driveway without yeah. baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like those little things that become so much harder once you have another person into like, like my driveway currently is like a third of a mile long, right? And so I'm not putting that baby in a car seat, Mm -hmm. right? To go all the way out there to get the mail. And so somebody bringing that into that door for me at this point in my life would have been like super, super helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, if you are allowed to come into the home, if someone is like okay with you coming into the home then like just washing the dishes just mm-hmm. wiping the counters off in the kitchen just sweeping mm-hmm. the floors mm-hmm. right not not being like what can I do to help okay yeah. like I'll just sit here with you it's like no if you see something that could be done just do it just break yeah. down those boxes from the Amazon deliveries right mm-hmm. like so just kind of like doing those kinds of things I think don't open their Amazon packages. I realized once I said that. I just mean like we had stacks and stacks of yeah. like diaper boxes, yeah. right? Like, can I cut these down yeah. for Break you? Down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, can where, I take them to the recycling. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like that kind of stuff. I think can be really helpful. Um, just cleaning up in the house, like you know, if you're if they go to use the restroom, you clean that toilet bowl, right? Yeah. If, the, if that toilet brush is right there, yep. just clean the toilet bowl, yep. right? Don't ask any questions. Don't yeah. make any judgments. Um, just kind of you know taking the trash out when they leave. I thought that was yeah. such a great idea. Um,
1: I remember there was a time that Tiffany did clean the bathroom for me. Yeah, (laughs) She probably did more than once too. But yeah, yeah, just just doing it.
0: Yeah, it it means so much, right? (laughs) Like washing the bottles that might Mm -hmm. be accumulating, right? And like, you know, maybe it's saying, hey, can I sanitize some things for you, right? I'll sit here by the pot of boiling water right you don't want to have your newborn hanging out by yeah and, and sanitize these things I think that kind of stuff can be really helpful um oh and taking care of pets was another one that I thought was big yeah and one thing that I was gonna say too was um the
1: other siblings like yeah get lunch for them like make them a PB&J you know yes. if you're there help help you know give give the space you know by helping the the other siblings because that that's really 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 helpful if if you just take them outside
0: to play a little bit you Mm -hmm. know stuff
1: like that
0: or take them on an outing if you have mm -hmm. that kind of relationship where Mm -hmm. you can you know take them to the children's museum or Mm -hmm. to the zoo or like do something fun and special because they're going through a transition, too, mm. and they're, you know, kind of adjusting to their parents, not being able to give them the same amount of attention that mm-hmm. they did before. And so I think those kinds of things can be really helpful.
1: With, if
0: if the parent is willing to let you hold the baby, like maybe it's holding the baby while the parent takes the other child out mm-hmm. to do something, right? right? Like mm-hmm. Or like takes them to the park around the corner You know, those kinds of things can mean a lot, I think.
1: And I think go into like the outing, like my friend Sarah was really good at this, like go into the outing, like we might even go together Mm -hmm. for the outing, but she certainly went in with the intent or, or it was just natural to her, but she was so helpful through it. So if you're inviting a new mom that might also have other children as well, like out to do something just to like, Hey, go further than just like, let's get you out of the house. Go further by being a help throughout that outing yes. um, really have the mindset to be intentional of being supportive throughout the outing. Cause the last thing you want to do is go out for the outing and then, you know, not be offering to help with anything yeah. because then it's really hard for the mom or the dad, you know, it's really difficult to go through that whole outing and manage it all. Yeah. and so really go in with like being as intentional as possible. maybe maybe older kid isn't as comfortable with you or doesn't listen as well to you. So you take the younger one. Just mm-hmm. just go with what works or help yeah. with the newborn so that, Mom can you know, reel in the older ones, you know. Or like uh, get the
0: stroller out of yeah. the back
1: of the car, yeah. right?
0: Or like hold the hold the kid's hand while mom's getting the stroller yeah. ready so they don't run off. And in don't the parking say like lot.
1: you got it, do you, do you got it? Or do you need help? Yeah. To do it just, just, Be just do there. it. Again. Just do it. Yeah, I
0: think that's that's a really great idea of like how to provide that support. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I, I loved this other idea too that one of the moms shared about Offering to drive the mom or the baby to appointments, mm-hmm. even if you're not going into the building with them, mm-hmm. like um, moms might have a lot of appointments postpartum, and you know if they're breastfeeding or if they don't have childcare, right? Like they might want to take that baby with them. But I know I don't know what it's like now, but during COVID, I was never allowed to take my newborn into yeah. my postpartum appointment, like or my six week appointment or yeah. whatever, right? And so, um, you know. If you can ride in the car and then you're hanging out in the car with the baby or, you know, while mom goes into her appointment, um, you know, if, you know, the the support person like the, the father, you know, mm-hmm. isn't there, they have to go back to work or something, you know, being there to say like, I'll go with you to your appointments could be yeah. huge to somebody who <laughs> is struggling or yeah. somebody who's like... I need to go talk to my doctor about my postpartum depression or my anxiety, right? And like, this is hard. Or Mm -hmm. for me, it was like going back to the hospital where my trauma happened. Yeah. Um, And the first time I tried to go back without anybody and like just cried in the doctor's office the whole time, right? And so like, you know, The next time I learned, oh, I need to take somebody with me, (laughs) like that's okay. It's okay to take somebody with you. And it's okay if you are that mom to ask, to ask somebody to go with you, Mm -hmm. right? Like to inconvenience somebody a little bit in their day so that you have the support that you need.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like those, I think car rides are golden for a lot of different things. You know, you can be that friend that's supportive in the car on the way and on the way home too and just make sure they're they're settled um you know and okay afterwards and I mean even just like I remember being at doctor's appointments and then like I needed to go to the bathroom and it's like
0: how do you oh my goodness go to
1: the bathroom as the mom when you got like two little little ones oh you know or, or
0: even just or one board and one. one and like oh <laughs> uh, yeah. you know just trying to do all that and so those it, stalls are not made for strollers no. like even the <laughs> handicap ones are hard to fit like a stroller and yourself yeah. and everything yeah. into yeah and
1: if you have like a whether you have a carrier or not or like you know i just it, it can be so tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> one, oh, I was going to say one other thing that I did also want to mention about all of this is this isn't just for supporting families who are bringing in a newborn baby that they birthed. It also can pertain to foster families, adoptive families. Absolutely. And um, I know I have a few friends right now that um, have newly within the past year had foster kids enter their home at multiple ages and it's just a really big life change transition time. Um, Foster care is so complex. And so there are rules as far as privacy and different things, but ask that mom how you can support or just look for ways to support Mm -hmm. and do it. Um, Mm -hmm. It it means so much. And I think that some of the things that we're off we're offering is advice or tips to try I think really can roll over into foster care families yeah. and adoptive families,
0: and they might well. have physical supports that they need, but I think also like the emotional supports mm-hmm. are really important in in all of those scenarios. Yeah. And so, like I was thinking about um, checking in on parents and their yeah. well being, and like how they're coping and what mm-hmm. their stress level is like, and just whether that's you know knowing knowing your friends, like if they're Text people or their phone call people. I'm a text person. My mm-hmm. husband's a phone call person. Right. <laughs> and so, like, we might like a little bit of different ways. I, I, I'm not a big, like, all the time phone call. Like, if you call mm-hmm. me and it's not planned, I might not be ready to really talk to yeah. you about what's going on with yeah. me. Um, but you know, maybe planning phone calls or planning check ins with somebody.
1: I know for myself, it's hard to have like a quick phone call. And I think that's why, like, there's certain times I really lean to text. Other times, it's like, I love phone calls, but I have to plan for the phone call. That's all. (laughs) And maybe
0: that is some, some part of, like, being the default parent as moms often, like, we're with our kids mm-hmm. and we don't have the privacy we might need or yeah. you know, like we need mm-hmm. to kinda get those supports in place so that we can have those real conversations yeah. about what's going that's, on. That's very true. Yeah. Um and I think that is
1: why I have to like schedule my schedule phone calls yeah. because my kids are at the age, they listen to everything that you <laughs> don't want them to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put that on there. That they that you don't want them to hear. We do want them to hear. Oh yeah. I didn't know <laughs> I didn't notice, I you, know, notice I you were talking to me. Mom. Talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do. I you know, uh we need support in areas that may not be <laughs>
0: good for young ears, so. Yeah, yeah. And I think too when someone does share that they're struggling or talks about something that's hard or confusing, it's like normalize it, mm-hmm. validate those feelings. Mm-hmm don't jump into, like, well, here's how you can solve that problem, or, like, well, just think about all these other people who have it so much worse than you. It's, like, (laughs) that's not helpful, right? But, like, oh, my gosh, yes, I remember how hard that is. Like, Mm -hmm. that is, that sounds really tough. Like, I think that sounds really normal to be pretty anxious about these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I get that. And, like, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things I think are really helpful when we're actually listening and providing support. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: That's what I love about our friendship, actually, (laughs) because we both have had like a lot of heavy things to deal with but they're very different I don't yeah. think we have gone through like a lot of the same things but mm-hmm. we have I. We, it's really really great we've been able to be there for each other even though I may not understand at all what you've gone through yeah. I can understand the emotion that you've had and yeah. so,
0: so and vice versa like we've been able to help each other so absolutely <laughs> and then like I think you did a really good job of like normalizing the things that I'm experiencing even if they were different for you or like even though our kids are like almost 10 years apart, right? Like, you know, I think that it's been really helpful to hear like even your experiences – you mentioned last episode about having your tailbone be broken, right? Mm -hmm. And like how that created a lot of physical challenges for you. Mm -hmm. And like for me to be like, okay, yeah, like there are other people who have gone through (laughs) like something that's challenging and not Mm -hmm. had this beautiful, perfect, like postpartum period. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, I'm not alone in this, right? Like that's really helpful to hear that. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are times I think when new parents want advice and need Mm -hmm. advice, but I think kind of like, Letting them ask for it a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, ha- like offering advice when asked, yeah. versus like let me give you all this advice that can be overwhelming. But um, yeah, I think like just giving that support first rather mm-hmm. than like problem solving or advice.
1: I know one thing I want to do like from here on out is kind of talk talk ahead of time to um, I know a couple people that are expecting now. Talk ahead of time um, to those people. What what support would you like after? the baby comes. Is there ways that I can be helping now? Is there anything in mind that you would like for me to take on when you do have the baby? And this might be a really good time to talk to them about it before baby comes. Um, And they may not know if this is their first, but Mm -hmm. um, I think it's good to open up the conversation. It'll help them be able to reach out. I think Um, also help you have a good, um expectation and mindset like hey this is I said I would do this let me let yeah. me prepare to do this now yeah and um i think you had mentioned there's going to be times where you want to set set up ways to set up your support yes and um reaching out it you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone a little bit um for myself i was not the person to reach out at even you know, I could be quite shy until I'm not. Is is yeah. how I put it. Um, I c- I will be shy at first, but once I'm comfortable with you, then that's it. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're good to go. I'm probably not going to stop talking, and you know we can go for hours. But you've entered yeah. the circle of trust. Yeah, yeah. Right? the like- circle <laughs> of trust is there, and you're trapped. So, <laughs> so that's that's kind of how it goes for me, but. Um, yeah, I would have to like open up with people and try to build relationship. Yeah. And you're not just opening up to a stranger. I'm really
0: talking about building
1: relationship. Um, but yeah, you had wanted to mention some ways to prepare.
0: Yes, I think it is important when you are anticipating a change in your family, um, or having a new baby to kind of think about what are the things that are important to you? Um, like who are the supports that you want to have in place? And what are some of the boundaries around those supports that you want to have in place? And some of the moms from my group mentioned this, like setting those boundaries, having expectations around Visitors, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want visitors or not? Is it okay for people to hold the baby, kiss the baby, um, bring their other kids around the baby, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. that was something, and that might change over time too, right? Like your boundaries that you anticipate having versus what the experience is actually like. Like, mm-hmm. I hope uh, my my best friend had a preemie, and so like if her baby would have went to full term. Maybe she would have been a little bit more comfortable of mm-hmm. having my daughter there. Yeah. But because she had a preemie, she was like, you know, I, th- I think I'd rather you leave her at home if you're going to mm-hmm. come and help us, right? Yeah. And that's okay, and right?
1: L- and like sending things like, if you're not comfortable in the moment, like I know in yeah. the moment, I kind of can like, Not be so, so up to my standards that I already know are in my mind. You have to use the hand sanitizer every time. You have to use the, like, hold them with a blanket around them. Um, Things like that. Like, send a text before they arrive. Say, hey, just a reminder. These are the things that are important. Because, like, in the moment, once they get there, you just want to be lovey and huggy. And if you know you know, okay, washing your hands, sanitizer every time, set that sanitizer bottle right next to yes. the bassinet. Uh-huh. And they'll know, you know, and that, that sets your boundary, Um, hopefully, yeah. you know, without having to just, like, repeat over and over and over again those things. But
0: And it is important to recognize you can set those boundaries in the moment, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes. sometimes, I know, I'm thinking, like, of, like, you know, Older family members might not always <laughs> be really great at, like, asking first, mm-hmm. right? And so you might need to say – and this could yeah. be younger ones, too. I don't, I don't mean to discriminate by <laughs> age. I'm thinking of some own, my own experiences. But, like, <laughs> you can say to them, like, oh, we're, we're having everybody wash their hands before yeah. they hold the baby, yeah. right? And yeah. it's just, like, you're just set – Letting them, actually, I, I don't, I'm going to hold on to her right now. I don't feel comfortable with that. Or setting like some, some boundaries in terms of like wearing the baby. If you don't mm-hmm. want people to hold oh, the baby, yeah, you yeah. can like baby wear. And mm-hmm. that way it's like, nope, nope. They're nope. All- you're not going to ask to hold, like you're <laughs> yeah. not going to hold her. Cause I, I've got her right now. I don't know what
1: that is. It's like, uh, like a fear of like, I mean, these days everybody's offended by everything. Yeah. So it's like the fear of the offense, I guess, but yes don't be strong you are the advocate for that baby so we don't want to
0: disappoint people (laughs) people are so excited and Mm -hmm. so i think sometimes it's hard but like as the parent you you are entitled to set those boundaries you are entitled to do what feels good and what feels right to you um so i think like having those boundaries in place but then i think also like thinking in advance about the emotional supports and the physical supports that you might need. Like you mentioned, you might reach out to somebody, but like maybe you are thinking about that in advance or maybe that brings up those thoughts in advance of like, okay, who might I want to ask? Who Mm -hmm. might be able to come and help me? Can I talk to my sister-in-law? Can I talk to my good friend and see like, hey, I'm anticipating I'm going to need some help with our pets or our other kids Mm -hmm. when this happens. Like, would you be able to come over once a week can help out with some stuff right Mm -hmm. like you know kind of asking in advance giving those expectations putting feelers out with things um and when people this is something I wish I would have done when people do offer to help and sometimes our first response is like oh thank you so much yeah I'll keep that in mind but then like a month later when I actually need the help I'm like I can't remember who told me that like, oh, I cannot yeah. remember who said, I'm happy to help you. Yeah, And I wish I would have kept, like, a little note in my phone of, like, oh, these are the people who offered to help. And, like, I actually think they're offering from a genuine place and yeah. want to help, right? Like, mm-hmm. like keeping, like, some, some notes about that, I think, could be helpful.
1: I think that, um, also, you had mentioned that you had reached out to, like, a therapist and stuff yes. like that for support through pregnancy and after pregnancy
0: and how important yeah. that is to like have that set up. Yeah, I think having like your professional supports as it's well in place, yeah. right? Like, so that would be for me, it was like having a good therapist that I already trusted and, and like adding therapists do that as needed if you need specialized trauma treatment or those kinds of things. But mm-hmm. having like a good network of people that I could go to or ask for help, um, having a couples therapist, that mm-hmm. was really important because like, That is such a difficult transition on your relationship. Sure is. So, having a space (laughs) set up where we could do that, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, I know that was really
1: meaningful for us. Even beforehand, I think that's great Um, before baby arrives to do that kind of support as a family, as a couple already. Yeah, Yeah.
0: open up that communication, right? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, knowing what you can do to talk about things and and have that support as you go through this. So yeah, those things were really important. I think having your medical team, right. And thinking about that, like the, the people you can go to having your support groups, um, whether that's like in person, which I think was not really an option for me, but also is a little intimidating when you do have a newborn, but maybe it's, online support groups or mom groups, like asking around to other, other parents, like what was helpful to them? Do they have any groups that they would recommend to you? Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of setting yourself up to get support, not in a way that you're overwhelmed. Cause I think sometimes it can be overwhelming. Um, but to just be kind of thinking in advance of like, what supports can I know that I can go to if I need them right, yeah. versus yeah. like, you don't have to have it figured out. You can Get supports as you go, as you discover what you need. Mm-hmm. You can change your plans. Yeah. Right. There's no limit
1: to the age of your child when you yes. need support. That's one that I've learned. I, oh, yeah. My friend, I know that I, I have a couple friends, like, uh, friend Monique like I can reach out to her and I know I can we may not talk every day but she and I
0: both know that we are there for each other if we need like just send that text and we know (laughs) like yeah (laughs) yeah so like thinking about those things ahead of time um so that when you are experiencing distress when you are overwhelmed you don't have to like reinvent the wheel like Mm -hmm. the wheel is there you just got to roll it yeah 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 and so like being being prepared yourself, but then like when you know somebody who's expecting or going through a big life transition with their family, being a support to others. If you have the emotional resources, if the physical resources, the financial resources, whatever way you can give, I think it's so valuable to kind of know what is actually helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, to ask what, what might be helpful yeah. um, if you feel like it and then to just do it. Yeah. Right? Do. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, we
1: hope that, uh, this episode has been helpful to you and you take some of these things we'd love to support you as well yeah. reach yeah. out to us we'd love to give our input and um, share with you and if you have
0: other ideas yeah. for the community about what was helpful postpartum and yeah. you want to get that out there we're happy to share those ideas again too like on right. our Instagram mm-hmm. um, as well as like share this episode if you're an expectant parent share this episode with your loved ones yeah. let them know give them some ideas to um, Mm -hmm. take some time to reflect yeah Yeah,
1: absolutely Um, we'd love to have you like and subscribe so that you can get notifications of our upcoming episodes you can email us at who made this mess pod at gmail.com we can be found at instagram at who made this mess podcast and i can be found at robinson right now i'm
0: at the nerdy nurturer thanks for listening love ya (laughs)